Mums with Hustle podcast, episode three. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Yay! Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, you're joining me as I talk with Candice Main, the mum entrepreneur behind Ever So Woven, a brand that specializes in crocheted homewares. This woman is seriously so down to earth, approachable, and passionate about sharing actionable advice for you, which is what Mums with Hustle is all about, right? This is a deeply personal interview where Candace opens up and talks to us about the pros and cons of having your own business in the midst of experiencing loss. We talk about how to cut costs without compromising on quality and how to make the most of loop giveaways on Instagram. Candace also shares how to stand out in a crowded niche. So as you can see, this interview today is full of relatable content for you mum entrepreneurs, packed with actionable advice. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast. Joining me today, I have the lovely Candice, the proud creator and owner of Ever So Woven. It's an online business based in Queensland and Candice sells homewares and homemade decor specializing in all things woven. You may have seen her on Instagram with her lovely woven baskets, rugs, pillowcases, but I'm just in love with these little baskets. They're so cute and they have the ability to be styled and restyled in so many creative ways across your home. So we're going to have a great chat with Candice today and dive right in and say, hi, Candice, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Tracy. I'm a bit nervous, but I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, no. Nerves is good. It gives us energy. So don't worry. Can we we start just by learning a little bit about you, Candice, and your family? Yep. So um, I was born in Australia. Um, I married a Kiwi. Um, I have three daughters. One is about to go to school next year. So I've got a four-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, yeah, and I just, I do my business from home and we're living on the Gold Coast at the moment and yeah, we love it here. So nice. So much to do with the kids and yeah, great environment for them. Perfect. That sounds beautiful. You're living in most people's holiday destinations. So I know it's so (laughs) gorgeous place. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, ever so woven give us some context around it what is it that you do when did you start and what are your products all about yeah so um I came up with the idea of starting the business um I think my first picture I put on was about 33 weeks ago so um it was last year um and I'd been on Pinterest and I'd I'd looked on Instagram a few times and I hadn't really seen many people that were doing what I wanted to do with the crochet so I thought um, that I'd give it a go. Um, yeah, but I just started off with doing um, the little minis that come in like a set of three. Um, yeah, and the baskets and the rugs as well. And I just wanted something, I mean, crochet is not really something that you really see in the home very often. And I just wanted to make it, you know, something fun, something that you can have for your kids or for um, in your lounge room or, yeah, just really versatile. And I wanted to make it for 
all areas of the home. So that's kind of where it started from. Okay, so you're bringing the vintage craft back, but in a, yeah. <laughs> with a very new spin on it. Yes, yep. Beautiful. Okay, so in starting out, I know I myself, I was very fearful in the in the beginning and I still have my moments of fear. Can you talk to us about what you most feared when you were starting out, Candice, and how you've overcome that? Yeah, so probably the most scary thing was probably just my nerves and wondering what people would think of my products. Um, yeah, I was just worried that they wouldn't be interested in them or not like them and I don't know, I think you just have to kind of push past that and just get it out there. And once you've once you've started, it's a lot easier. But yeah, it was definitely just my own fears, really. Um, just worried about what people would think of my products. Yeah, I don't know why we do that. We tend to roadblock our ideas. <laughs> I and know, find, so silly. Yeah, find reasons why we won't succeed. I don't know why we do that. But um, it's interesting that you say that because... Yeah, I think it's something that we all we all tend to do. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, can you tell us about your lowest moment as a mum entrepreneur? And I want you to really try to take us into that moment. Um, so be detailed, I guess be vulnerable and, and tell us your learnings from, from those low moments. Um, I probably haven't really had any business um, lows. Um, it's more really personal. Um, about six weeks ago, um, I had a miscarriage and it was trying to do the business and then sort of um, deal with that. It was such a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. And oh. yeah, it was really hard. And so I, I stopped, um, I closed the shop. Um, I just couldn't really deal with anything that was going on really at that time. Um, yeah, and I just, I kind of just shut down. And then we had some amazing family and friends come over from New Zealand to help us out. Um, yeah, and it kind of, after a few weeks, I kind of realised that I needed something else to kind of not take my mind off what happened, but just to keep me going. Yeah. And so about two weeks later, I reopened the shop and I started, I started doing orders again and it was good. Like I needed, I needed that little outlet to, obviously I had to um, deal with what happened. To grieve, yeah. Yeah, to grieve and go through that process. But then after that, I needed something else to keep me going as well. And so I was really grateful that I did have the business um, and that I could just keep going and yeah, it was it was really tough. Yeah. But I don't know, you get through it one step at a time and even just the amount of love that I was shown from Instagram, um, all the amazing mums that had sent me messages and I was sent this gorgeous present that turned up on my doorstep with no name and um, just, yeah, I was shown so much love from that. Wow. And it just, for me, it really showed me that you can be vulnerable and it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and people will always be there for you and yeah so I just I kind of learned that you know you just you just take one step at a time and people will always be there for you yeah. but yeah that's really the only thing that's really happened 
while I've had the business. Absolutely. Such yeah. a personal a personal experience and such a, a deep loss in your own life. It's It would be an extra challenge to go through that process when you do have your own business. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, I can completely appreciate what you're saying there. But then, yeah, the, the business, again, on the flip side, gave you something to focus on to really work through that grief and those emotions. So Yeah, definitely, it's, definitely. It's got, um, it's a bit of a roller coaster, isn't it? Oh, it so is. <laughs> mm, yeah, but you're absolutely right in what you say about the community that exists on Instagram. And I yeah. think you would have received all that outpouring of compassion from everyone because there's an element of yourself in your business that I see that I really admire. And I think, yeah, that's what people really resonate and connect with. They love your products, but they love you as well, Candice. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's flip it around now and think about some of the things that you're most proud of um, in relation to your business, your highest high as a mumpreneur. What was that? Um, probably just even just starting and I was really proud of myself for just because I was so nervous, just taking that first step, um, and starting the business. Um, yeah, it's, it it can be really tough at times, but even like I said before, with, um, all the love that I've been shown, um, I've never experienced that before. And it is, it's a huge high when people say to you, you know, like we love your products and it takes part of a place in our home and that's a huge high for me. And I, I don't necessarily think that I'm a huge success, <laughs> but it, it that probably for me when people say that they love my products, that's the biggest thing for me, um, yeah, that makes me feel really good about what I do and that's probably the highest high that yeah. I can get from what I do. Well, only you can really define what success is. So, yeah, that's true. you know, that feeling, <laughs> that feeling that you get from someone um, using your products in their home, which is their safe place, um, I think, I absolutely think that that's success. So, congratulations. Yeah, I think that, you need to yeah. celebrate that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, your takeaway for our audience um, in relation to what you're most proud of, would you say it is? Um, just having the courage to start, you just really think. Well, where where did you start, Candice? If you've got people that are they have an idea, but then they don't quite know what to do with the idea, what would you say? Yeah, because it all it always just starts with a, an idea, and you just have to make it happen. That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough that you know it wasn't like a huge cost to me to start the business, um, but even so just start small, um, get a few things together. Cause I always, I always thought, you know, that I had to have this amazing office and I had to have all this equipment and I needed all this material and, but it's not like that. You just, as long as you start small and if you obviously love what you do, then it shows. And yeah, just once you have the idea, just put it into action. That's yeah. really all you can do. Baby steps. Yeah. And no matter how small they are, just, you just need to take them. Mm-hmm. All right. That's awesome advice. Thank you. There are so many home decor stores out there. So what yes. do you believe it is that separates you from the others? What's your, what makes you, <clears throat> sorry, truly unique in the space that you're in? Yeah. And it's, 
it's with any sort of business that comes along really. There's always going to be people that have something similar or they're quite the same. Um, but yeah, you always have to have some point of difference with what you do um, to make you kind of stand out. Um, for me, it's, I make all of my own yarn, which is probably a bit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe that. But anyway. Yeah. So um, instead of, because you can just buy it in balls yeah. um, and then that just gets delivered to you. But um, I, I've got a lady that I wholesale from. I buy like 10 meters of fabric in each color. And then I will cut strips. Wow. <laughs> and then because it's a certain type of type of fabric that um, that you will use, um, it's cotton jersey or organic cotton jersey, either one. Uh, when you cut the strips and you pull you pull them, the sides kind of curl up um, and that makes the yarn. So that's what I do at night time when the girls are asleep. I cut strips and Wow. All the sides. I'm picturing I'm picturing <laughs> is it um rumpled stilt skin? And she spins the yarn. <laughs> Either that or the Amish. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so that's probably my biggest point of difference. Okay. Um, yeah, but then I, I make all my own tags and um, I created my own logo. And, yeah, I try and make everything myself if I can because it always does cut costs. Um yeah. So yeah, that's probably my biggest thing, the yarn. Okay. So <laughs> you would encourage other people to look at what they're doing and I guess to an extent you would have had to look at what other people are doing in, in a similar niche to you and then try yes, to definitely. differentiate from there. Yes, definitely. Always try and, you know, if, if you're making a rug, try and use different colors. Um, yeah, don't, don't use the same colors and copy and cause it's, it does, it kind of hurts when you see someone do something exactly the same as what you're doing. And obviously I didn't create crocheting, so I can't yeah. say, you know, you can't do this, but yeah, it's nice that, I mean, I've got lots of friends that um, do crochet for a business and you just always have to try and do something different. Um, there's so many ideas. Like if you think about it, so many ideas can come to you and they'll be different. Yeah. So we don't need copycats. The, no. the thing that makes, <laughs> yeah, the thing that makes people successful or the businesses that I really connect with it are the people that put that unique spin, the people that put a bit of you into their product. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. So definitely don't um, feel like you need to imitate. Just I don't know. Let the creative juices flow and just create your own. Yeah, and I mean it's that's with everything as well. Like I'm. You can go to the to a dress shop and, you know, everybody's got dresses and they don't go to each other and be like, oh, you're doing a dress that looks like mine. <laughs> no, they all they all have their own sort of different spin on them and that's what we love about it, you know. Like someone might not like my crochet things but they'll like someone else's but then they might not like theirs but like mine. So, yeah, you just you got to put your own sort of flavour to, to what you create. Okay, awesome. Thanks for that advice. All right, I want to chat a little bit about Instagram. You obviously are a very good user of Instagram. Um, can you share with us your top tips for anyone wanting to use Instagram to boost their business and maybe just one thing that the listeners could do an action straight away that's going to bring them results on this social media platform? Yeah, so um, when I started out, I what I did was sent a few products to um to a few people just to see, uh, get some feedback, see what they thought. 
um, and in exchange for photos on their feeds as well, um, which definitely gets you more exposure. Um, yeah, so I started off by doing that. Um, what else did I do? I didn't really, at the start, my photos, I look back now and I think, oh, my goodness, that's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part but of your journey. It was it meant is. to happen. So yeah. to start somewhere. <laughs> I hope you haven't deleted those because I, I just, haven't, no. Oh, good. Well, I scroll all the way back and look at your journey from the beginning and I don't think that they're horrendous or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I can definitely see a difference from when I first started till now. But, I mean, yeah, you all have to start somewhere and getting your product out there is probably the biggest thing that you can do um, when you're starting out a business. Um, yeah. Um, also, I was asked to be in a few loops, which which really helps you um, get a broader network, which is really good because you don't just want to stick with the one sort of um, group of people, um, followers. Mm-hmm. You want to be expanding as much as you can. Um, yeah, so I did a couple of those, um, which were really helpful. Um, yeah, but just having nice, crisp, clean pictures on your feed. People love seeing, um, your products in beautiful homes and yeah, just definitely having beautiful pictures. Yeah. Crispy and clear. Yeah. Yeah. You seem to have a consistent look in your photos as well. Yeah, I I kind of I want to have something for everybody, but in the same sort of style. Yeah. So yeah, so for like kids' rooms and then for the home and yeah, I don't really know what kind of style I would call it, but yeah, bit of bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful um, account to scroll through. So. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and it's nice, as you say, seeing your products um, styled so like in, with so much versatility. In the yeah, way, way I, that they're being used by different individuals. Yeah, and it it makes me feel really good too when when you see um, one of your pieces in somebody's home and yeah, it does. It really makes makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. So if anyone out there has supported an online business, you encourage them to share a photo. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's really where it starts, you know. And it's nice to. Um, have all these things like follow Fridays now where people, you know, they promote other businesses and it's really nice too because at the end of the day, all we are, we're just, we're just mums. We're not these massive CEOs that, you know, rolling in all this money, you know, it's just, we, we all start somewhere and to have somebody, you know, give you a shout out is such a, such a really nice thing to do. Yeah. Well, I love Follow Fridays because I'm discovering all these new mums all the time. So yeah, I'm yeah. a big supporter of that hashtag. So we need to keep yeah, that going. So good. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Candice, you have some brand reps for Ever So Woven. Can you tell us your process for selecting the brand reps and how it's helped your business? Yeah. So um, I had a, a brand rep search. Um, I think that was at the start of the year. And so what they do is people that want to rep for you, they will post photos of their home and um, in hopes that you will send, well, that you will select them and then you send them your products. And so uh, when I picked my brand reps, I sent them um, a couple of items and then they use them in their homes and, um, yeah, they, they take pictures and they post them on their feed for you which gets you good exposure from all their followers. Mm-hmm. But then you can also use 
the photos that they post and post them on your page as well. And then that also gets them exposure as well. So, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of sharing the love. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, awesome. And as you say, having people put their spin on your products. Yes, and because everybody's homes are different, so um, it's nice to see them in um, different settings as well, (laughs) like not always the same – what do you call it? Different styles. So, yeah, yeah, you'll get different sort of pictures, which appeals to different people. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So mumpreneurs, we have the mum element and the entrepreneur element. And I was hoping you could share with us some of your tips on how you try to balance doing both of those things. Can you tell us how you balance being a mum with your business? I think that's really just the key word, really, balance. Um, I always have time for the kids during the day. Um, I will always do my work when they're in bed asleep. Um, yeah. Or if I have got a few things that I need to do during the day, a couple of orders, I, my youngest, she goes down for two naps a day, which is great. Amazing. So I'll, do, <laughs> so I'll have her in bed and the other two, I'll just send them outside to play. So I can get a few things done that I need to, um, not time consuming things. Um, but yeah, so I just, I liked the time that I'm at home. I like to spend that with my kids. I don't want to be, um, you know, Oh, hold on. I'll do that later. Or I'm busy at the moment. Talk to me later. Mm. No, I just, I want to be with them when I can. So I'll generally, I only work at nighttime and even on the weekends, cause my husband, he usually works Saturdays as well. So, um, yeah, I don't usually work um, on Sundays. I don't do anything, absolutely nothing. I just have that whole day to spend with family. Um, yeah, and Saturdays I'll do some work at night time if I have to. But, yeah, most of the time I'm just at home with yeah. the kids. <laughs> and so do you put parameters around your um, social media use as well? Like do you have times where you're more active on social media and then times in the day or the week where you're just maybe not – not as present? Yeah, Sundays I don't post at all. Uh, maybe if I'm in a, in a loop or maybe I'll post a photo at the night time, but I don't do anything on Sundays. I barely do anything on Saturdays either. Mm-hmm. I just um, – I'll be on there. I'll check in the morning when I wake up and then, um, yeah, sometimes throughout the day if someone will send me a DM, I'll reply. Um, yeah, but I don't usually – I don't have my phone hanging off me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really find that fun. Yeah. You're <laughs> Otherwise trying, I'll just, you're trying to be it, present. Right? Yeah. Trying yeah, to be exactly. present with the kitties. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are your tips? Um, I guess maybe you can give us actually just one habit that you attribute to your success so far. Um, probably just having a point of difference trying to do things a bit differently than what other people do. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And the best piece of business advice you've received so far to date? Um, Probably was to don't worry about what other people think, which is hard. Yeah. But if you, if you sit there and scroll through other people's businesses that are doing similar things to you or worry about what people think of you, then you, you'll, it'll drive you crazy. So that was probably the best thing that someone's told me is just to not worry about what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. And if you love what you do, then just do it. 
for you. Keep it unique. Definitely. Um, yep. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. There's some really powerful messages in what you've shared with us today. So how can we best find you if we want to connect up with you or um, get in online and start looking up your products? So um, the best place is Instagram. So ever so woven is on Instagram. Um, there's a link from our web, uh, to our website, which is eversowoven.bigcartel.com. Um, and that will take you straight to our website. Um, yeah, so I've only just got the two running at the moment, the website and the Instagram. But, yeah, those are the easiest places to, to get a hold of me. Thank you so much, Candice, for chatting to me today. I had a blast. I learned heaps and it was so nice to speak to the woman behind the brand of these amazing products. So thank you so much. No, thank you so much for having me on. I think it's a great initiative what you've started and I'm looking forward to listening to more of these little episodes. Yeah, I think we're going to learn lots. So thanks for being a part of it. No worries. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Seriously, how good is Candace? What a brilliant business mind. I have so much admiration for her vulnerability in being able to share that story with us. It goes to show that creating a business out of passion can seriously be life-giving even in the midst of such personal tragedy. One of the biggest learnings I feel that we can all take away from this interview is the power of networking with other businesses who share the same audience or the same customer base in order to build your own brand. So this week, I'm going to challenge all of you to reach out to someone who shares the same customer base or audience that you do. Could you maybe have a look at giving them a sample product of yours to use and to feature alongside products of their own and then capture some photographs that could be shared on your social media or on their social media? It's really important with your Instagram photos or your Facebook photos that you are able to show your product in use and in the midst of other quality products. So... For example, if you've got an ebook focusing on health and wellness, it's going to be great um, and build credibility for your brand if you could have your ebook in the midst of people in the fitness industry too. So people with a business um, selling fitness accessories or apparel or perhaps a mummy fitness blogger, that would be awesome. Uh, If you're in the business of kids' apparel and clothing, well, maybe you could reach out to have your products featured with someone who's doing kids' accessories. And likewise, if you're in the business of prints, home decor like Candice's and typography, well, it's going to look awesome to have your products styled and featured with someone who maybe does candles and other homeware items. Get my drift? Can you see where I'm going? So um, that was a really big take for me um, of some advice that Candace shared. I thought that was awesome and I feel like it's really actionable. So I'm really challenging you to get out there, reach out and build that business relationship. That's something that you can start today. All right, cool. By going to www 
dot mumswithhustle.com forward slash ever so woven, you're going to be able to find today's show notes and some info on an awesome promo. So there's going to be a code word in these show notes for you because Candice is so kindly offering 20% off storewide at ever so woven for the next 24 hours. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 20% off store-wide at Ever So Woven for the next 24 hours. So head over to mumswithhustle.com slash Ever So Woven and get your code word there. All right, finally, before I say goodbye, I am so grateful that you joined me today. It's just awesome having you guys tune in and listen and it means so much um, just hearing your feedback. And I know some people have left a review on iTunes, which I'm so, so grateful for. And because I'm just starting out, reviews on iTunes mean absolutely everything. Not only do I get to hear what you're actually enjoying um, about these podcasts, but it's helping to give the Mums with Hustle podcast more exposure and to reach a wider audience, which is just amazing. So if you could do that, kudos to you and much love. All right, that's it from me. Until next time, keep hustling. (laughs) 